Previously on Dungeons and Drumpus, you see what you recognize to be uh, the cauldron you were carrying back on the fox eye. And Jezeline's like, all right, we found it. Let's start scooping. Jezeline asks, like, what? What's wrong? What's up there? Uh, there's some pirates that are that could potentially be coming through this way. We might want to hide real quick. I can hold the hatch closed, buy you some time. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, do that. Take Kateshi. And Kateshi goes like, Jezeline, just go. I'll hold them off. No, absolutely not. You're coming with us. We need you. I need you. I need you, my dear. I'm old. I've lived a long time. You need to live on. I've taught you everything I know. He smiles for the first time, like you've actually seen him smile. Besides, the captain is supposed to go down with his ship. No! And he's like, I will hold them off. Go! Now! Kateshi, you're a good kitty. I'll never forget you. Jeremiah is shot in the chest and he waddles over into the boat for safety, hopefully, out of the way of the sniper. And he is now in the state of... Bleeding out. What what do we call this state? Dying. State of dying. <laughs> the dude is dying. Jezeline quickly bolts over to Jeremiah and like pulls out her makeshift sack, some of the cure. And she pours some into Jeremiah's mouth. Let's go already. Come on. And then you see following him is the mad dog himself, Mad Dog Malachi. He's looking like right at Jorgen. And Jorgen has the instinct to just cut the line right there. Smell you later, dipshit. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The name's Fenton, professional adventurer, official cutie, ready to come fight for the Call of Duty. No need to pinch yourselves, it's really me. Tonight's episode of Dungeons and Drimbus is brought to you by Anne Baird, Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, and Terrence Knox. Thanks again to Tozam and the creator of the Caravan podcast. Couldn't have done it without you, but check out Caravan when you get the chance. If you like what you hear, a review would be uh, greatly appreciated. Want to support the show, but Patreon's not your thing? 
Check out the description or the show notes, and uh, you can make a one-time donation with Kofi. Don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to get a free sticker! Yeah! Now back to the show. As the pirate ship drifts further and further away, things to seem to calm down again. Jeremiah slowly begins coming to his senses, and Jezeline says, Hold on, let me, let me see if I have anything for that crossbow bolt. Sventon looks down at Jeremiah and goes, Oh no. Don't worry, little buddy. Sventon kneels down at Jeremiah's side and begins giving fantasy CPR to Jeremiah. He does <laughs> chest compressions. One, two, three. He puts his ear to Jeremiah's stomach, then he goes, No heartbeat. <laughs> All right. I'm going in. Sventon puts his lips on Jeremiah's and he gives him mouth to mouth. Breathe. 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 Jezeline goes, oh, Jeremiah, I didn't know you were. I mean, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I just, I didn't think you. Um... Jess, that's never mind. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> Jeremiah, you were awake during all that. Wait, I'm awake through all that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why Jezline thought you were voluntarily... Oh, I thought I'm still unconscious. <laughs> no, I, you're slowly coming to your senses. Oh, okay. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> One second. I'm awake. Jezline? Uh my eyes are a little blurry. I don't know what's going on. I, I've been out for what seems like a while. I, Careful now. Jezeline, you saved my life. You gave me the cure. You got me out of there. Even when I couldn't see anything on this little lifeboat, you were trying to get my heart a-beating again, and your lips, when you kissed me just now, they were the softest, most... <sighs> I was so touched, and uh, I love you, Jezeline. You're welcome, little buddy. Excuse me? Don't... don't tell him. Jess, <laughs> don't tell him. S- some things are left better unsaid, lass. I'll be with you in a moment, Fenton. <laughs> I'm not done with you. Jezline, if we make it out of this, I would ask for your hand in marriage. <laughs> oh, you're the one I've been looking for this Let's whole time. calm down. We're at sea. Jezeline, since the moment we met, I knew we were meant to be together. Sventon gave you mouth to mouth. Jess. They are still the softest lips you've ever tasted, right? (laughs) Hurtlock, now is not the time. I want to walk right over to Sventon. I want to smack him in the face, grab his head, and dunk his head in the ocean. Okay, you're going to roll for that. Fourteen. You smack your hand across Sventon's face, and he doesn't look affected by it. But then you grab him from the back of the head, and you dunk him in the water, and Sventon completely like flips over. Good lord! Into the water. You may have the softest lips in all the land, but that does not excuse the fact that you nearly got us all killed back there. You alerted the guards, you ran away from the team, and I have had just about enough of you. You are either one of us, or you could get right off this boat right now, because I've had it up to here with your nonsense. To be fair, I, I, I think Svendon did at least try to pull his weight a bit. He helped us get out of the cell, he, 
He, he threw the Molotov? Jeremiah, you need to calm down. Look at where we are. He alerted Gift to our presence. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bend down and grab uh, Sventon out of the water. Well, while you two are arguing, Sventon sinks into the ocean. <laughs> Sventon, get back up! Oh crud. Uh you know what? I probably should have died long ago anyways, and he's gonna jump in the water after him. <laughs> okay. He's not worth your time. So you jump in and you're swimming around, but classic Sventon is unable to be found. And you come back up. I, I don't know where he went. I'm sure he'll pop up later. No worries. It's Fenton. You know? Good reading. Wait! Where's Kateshi? Uh, yeah, about that. I don't think he made it. Excuse me? What do you mean you don't think he made it? See, uh, when Jezeline and uh, Kateshi were scooping up the, the bottles of the cure, we, uh... Got into a bit of a pickle, and uh, he said he would stay behind to give us all a chance to get out of there. And uh, I didn't see what happened to him, but it it didn't look good. He died a hero, though. Uh, Jess, are you alright? Yeah, he did what he had to do. It sounds like an honorable sacrifice. Yargan grabs a paddle and starts uh, starts trying to paddle the boat in exactly the opposite direction that the... Orphan's Exile was sailing, like furiously trying to paddle. Well, uh, Jezeline, I guess you being the first mate and all, you're, uh, you're the captain now. Okay, so, um, so let's see. That's the North Star, so that means we're that way. And she just points in a direction. Yeah, that's the North Star, so, so follow it. I guess, Jorgen, you're gonna row? Jorgen is not paying attention to her right now. He is continuing to row in the direction, like, backwards the direction that uh, the Orphan's Exile was sailing when they left. Like, furiously focused on paddling. Does that happen to be in the same direction as the North Star? <laughs> it, it does look like that, yes. Oh, wow. How about that? Good job, Jorgen. I'll be a lookout. I have that low-light vision. I'll do that. Jeremiah, I just want you to know that I... was... I did not know that was going to work. I just, I was desperate. You were dying. And you cared enough about me to save my little meaningless life. I couldn't thank you more, Jezeline. Your life for two others. You've got to be more careful. What? I was trying to get us out of there. Like, obviously, I need to start looking before I leap, but... I know. Just try to stay safe. I appreciate your concern, Jezeline. I'll, I'll do it for you. Okay. Um, I love you. That, I shouldn't have said that. After, <laughs> after an awkward silence, Jezeline <laughs> goes, Okay, so Jorgen's going to row. I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to take a rest. Could be a while. You do that. You've earned it. Go for it. I'm not feeling 100% either. I might, I might take a rest as well. You know what? No, Jeremiah, you grab another paddle and you help me row now. I was on the brink of death not but five minutes ago. There's no way I have the strength to do that. Yeah, and you just lost one of our crewmates. You let Kateshi die, and you threw Sventon overboard for what? I threw Sventon overboard because he nearly got us killed, and Kateshi sacrificed himself. And what did you do? I tried to get us out of here. I found the (laughs) longboat. You're rowing now, or I'm throwing you over. For what purpose? Hell no. I'm going to bed because I'm You are going to atone for the two lives you took. I didn't take any lives. You're going to roll with me until we find Jago and Limu. Now. 
Aren't you the one that wanted to stay behind and man the cannons and fight Gif sent us to death? I, got I was us trying out to save our lives. I was trying to capture a galleon. Yeah, but trying. <laughs> I'm not going to. Didn't get anyone killed. I didn't throw one of our own crewmates overboard. I'm going to bed, and there's nothing you can do about it. Jeremiah. What, Rihanna? Could you just maybe help us out? Let's just row. Let... It's fine. Let him sleep. Don't you? No. It's on, all he's good anything... for, anyways. Lying there. All right. I every time almost we go out, Every died. time we do anything. Uh, at this juncture, uh, Hartlock will raise his hand as if to allay everyone's fears and say, "We all have different ways we can contribute." I, for one, will help us meditate across the dangerous seas. And then he closes his eyes and meditates furiously. (laughs) (laughs) Furiously. Meditates furiously. (laughs) Put that on a fantasy t-shirt. So Jeremiah is refusing. Sleeping. Sleeping. I'm going to go cuddle up next to Jezline. Don't do that. Well, Don't I won't, do that. Like right next to her, you know? Jezline leaves a comfortable space between you two. There we go. All right. (laughs) Healthy amount of room. Yeah. <laughs> you continue to row until the next evening. So it's been almost a full 24 hours. The pirate ordeal has exhausted you all. And you try to conserve your energy as you feel you might need it. And then clouds begin to form overhead. And Jezline's like, wait, where's the star? No, no, where's... <laughs> Stupid Kateshi. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, nothing like him. I don't know what I'm doing. Why did Who's awake right now? If Jeremiah wants to be, he can be awake now. Yeah, I'll wake up. Damn it. Okay. Jorgen keeps rowing. Jeremiah, you start to get a craving. Oh? For uh, a certain liquid you've had very recently. Uh-oh. Really? For the some of that good potion, huh? You see the, the little pot of the cure sitting next to Jezeline. Your lips start to uh, quiver. You get those uh, crackhead shakes. Hey, uh, Jezeline, is there some more of that uh, that cure to spare? I'm feeling a little little thirsty. Ah, I might yeah, need some more of that. There's just enough to help the rest of Longreach, or hopefully they can at least use it to make more. Uh, all right, it's ooh, I'm struggling here, but if we're almost there and we could get them to make more, I I might be able to hold off until then. But I I, I am. I'm wanting a little, just a little more of that. You want more? Yeah. It, if you could spare it, that'd be real nice of you. I know I know you're thirsty, but we need to save it. We <sighs> have to. It'll be tough, but I, I think I, I, I might be able to, to, to swing that. <clears throat> Jeremiah, now you have minus one for every stat. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. The wind starts picking up, and, and uh, it starts to get really cold. Your mouths and throats start to feel dry, and the ocean water is starting to look pretty desirable for some. Yargen continues furiously paddling. I'm gonna talk to Yargen. Hey, buddy, are you alright? Aye. You wanna you wanna switch off? No. You sure? Yes. Do you wanna talk about something? What? What is there to talk about? I don't know. I thought maybe you'd have something to talk about. Oh. Alright. Okay. <laughs> As as Yargen is rowing, uh, you start you see in the distance uh, a whale, a little bit coming out of the water. What the hell is that? And then you see a geyser erupt from the blowhole. 
then you see a figure oh in the sky from the geyser. Oh no. <laughs> hey, what I miss? <laughs> Spenton lands from the sky from the geyser all the way back into the boat. What did I tell you? Hey, what I miss? The the rocking of the boat when Spenton lands, it makes me feel queasy because I, I get seasick and my, my vomit goes right into Spenton's face. Roll for that, actually. 12. As you go to vomit on Spenton, Spenton leans back like the Matrix, like, fully, and you vomit over him and over the side of the boat. I've had enough of you. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Spenton, yeah. grab a paddle. Give me a hand, please. Spenton looks up, and uh, while there are clouds covering, but he can barely see it, but uh, you can tell the moon is out, and Spenton goes, Oh! Hey, Yorgen, you gotta try this. Spenton's incessant howling awakens Jeremiah, and I will not stoop to his level. I grab a paddle and paddle furiously. (laughs) Jeremiah and Jorgen paddle off into the night as Spenton howls at the moon. The next day, around noon-ish, the wind really starts to pick up now. The air is actually freezing. There is still no sign of the sun, and you see little snow flurries falling down. And Jezeline's like, I'd I'd kill for a fire right now. Jezeline, this this weather, it it doesn't seem at all even remotely close to to what it was in Highclaw. What are the chances that Jago and Limu made it anywhere near this kind of climate? Oh, I don't even want to think about it. I need you to think about it. I think we're going to die out here if we don't get some kind of, I don't know, a fire going or something. Maybe we can, does anybody have supplies, anything? I got a potato. We could cook that up if we get a fire going. Jorgen is going to try and uh, dismantle whatever seat he's, he's sitting on, like the little board, and use his craftiness to construct some sort of little firewood that he can put inside one of the pots uh, for Jezeline. Yargin rips up some of the seat and he starts placing it into one of the pots that you guys took from the ship. Hartlock will um, raise another comforting hand as if to allay everyone's fears and say, cold, hunger, thirst, these are merely states of mind. You need only imagine yourself outside them and you need not suffer them. And Spent is like, yeah, yeah, hunger's an illusion. <laughs> Spenta, what are you eating? Uh, and Jeremiah, quickly, while he turned around, you saw your familiar trail rations. You have my rations? <laughs> where, where did you find that, Spenton? On, uh, on the ship. Do you have all of our other stuff with you? What else are you hiding? Uh, let's see. I've got two pocket tomatoes, one for each pocket. <laughs> I've got a, a blood orange, opposite of garlic, vampirically speaking. And, um, oh, I've got some coconuts here. And Jessline goes, coconuts, coconut, use, use the husk. Use the husks for kindling, for kindling. Oh, yeah, sure, here you go. And he tosses Jessline a coconut, and she takes, the, she takes the husk off and tosses it into the pot. How long were you going to keep that from us, Fenton? Oh, you didn't ask. Also... I was in a whale. Wonder how that happened. Hmm? <laughs> I, 
I take my oar and I bonk him on the head. Can I, I roll grab Jeremiah's hand before he can do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight him too. No, I want to roll. I'll roll to stop you. Everybody rolls. Every- I'm gonna roll to punch him and knock him down before he hits Fenton. No, I don't want either of these things to happen. <laughs> so what's I mean? Are you uh, are you rolling too? Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to stop Jeremiah, but I'd also now like to stop Yargan. Everyone is rolling a dexterity, I guess. 11. 11. 16. Jeremiah attempts to bonk Sventon on the head. Sventon jumps out of the way. Jorgen, at the same time, though, is attempting to hit Jeremiah. And then Rihanna steps in between both of them and stops any more violence from occurring. Both of you. Jeremiah, you need to get your shit together. Jorgen, shut up. Make me! He has done nothing but whine. He talks about his dog all goddamn day long. He sings his little songs. What does he do? He passes out when we need him. He gets people killed. I didn't get anyone killed. I got us out of that cell. Jeremiah, just shut up. You didn't get us out of the cell. Sventon got us out of the cell. I'll shut up. The man you keep hating on is the one who's actually doing the work. He got stuff back. He got us out of the cell. What? feel like you're projecting. You know what? Do whatever you want. And he sits down and he starts paddling again. So Jorgen kneels down and paddles. At this stage, um, Hartlock is going to lean in a little bit closer to Jorgen and almost in a whisper say, I have to echo Rihanna there. Would you say that you're perhaps trying to make up for your own inadequacies? Oh, Hartlock, we're going to get along. Jeremiah, shut up. I'll, I'll shut up. Uh, I, I sit down and I say, hey, hey, Hartlock, uh, I don't know what you're doing there, but I, I'd love to learn. You seem at peace with yourself, so uh, I'm, I'm going to do that too, because I need to calm down a little. Very well. So sit down here. All right. Close your eyes. Okay. Now, what do you think of when I say the word peace? I think about my dog. Oh my god, you've really got to get over that dog. What? I love my dog. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> you asked me a question, okay, okay, Hartlock. Right, 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 okay, so was there ever a life before your dog? I mean, in some ways I would say no, but certainly I uh, I was a big uh, harmonica connoisseur. Did playing the harmonica bring you peace? It did, as a matter of fact. It still does. Why don't you play for us? Bring us that peace it brings you. Certainly. Here I go. Jesseline, all hungry and thirsty and exhausted, is like, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> and dealing with Katessi's loss, she is not looking good. And she is freezing. Jess, is there anything I can do to help? I'm an. <laughs> As an elf, I do have some nature skills and geography skills and what have you. And you don't look too good, if I'm being honest. Not that you don't look good, but you don't look, you know, alive. I, I'm sorry. Very thirsty, cold. Why don't you eat one of those uh, fruits that Sventon has? Sventon looks over his shoulder and tosses backwards, like, behind him over his head. And the little tomato lands on Chesalon. <laughs> And she just barely reaches over, struggles, and grabs the tomato and starts chewing on it. 
Yargen does not have his uh, his cape anymore, but he's gonna take off his hide armor. Basically, he's gonna like strip down to being shirtless, and take uh, all of his clothes and wrap them around Jezeline. And he's gonna stop paddling for a second and try to get a fire going using like the wood and the kindling that we have inside the pot. Thirteen. So you attempt to, but rubbing the sticks together, this type of wood just doesn't look like it's gonna like make a flame out of with just by rubbing the sticks together. It looks like it needs some kind of flammable. Do we have any alcohol left? You do not. Not even Sventon. Damn. Does it look like my clothing is helping uh, Jezeline at all? A little bit. Yeah. Yargan is just gonna say, Rayana, get a fire going, and he's gonna paddle even more furiously. All right. Hartlock will turn to Jezeline and say, mm-hmm. "Well, yes, it is. Tr- First of all, yes, I. It is true that grief is also a state of mind, just like hunger and thirst and cold. But sometimes, maybe um, a little more is needed. Would you perhaps prefer um, a hug? Sure." A heartlock is not used to this, so he kind of doesn't really know what to do with his arms, but he'll kind of shuffle a little closer to Jezeline and then very tentatively just, like, give her a hug, and then not really knowing when to end it, he just leaves his arms there. Can I pull out my cleaver and start chopping the two potatoes that I have to, like, distribute to the team? Sure. Here you go, guys. Feast. Oh, I'll put a little little garlic on it to give it a little flavor. I cooked a lot back back a while ago before I got my dog, so uh, a little bit of a chef myself. But uh, Do you give any to Sventon? I'm going to do it for Jezeline, but I'm not happy about it. I give some to Sventon. Sventon says, no thanks. And he takes out his tomato and blood orange and makes his own little... All right, Sventon, you do what you want. <laughs> I'm going to give this to everyone, piece by piece. Yargan says, I'm fine. Yargan, you need to eat. No, I don't. Yargan, your toes and fingers are starting to get numb. Yargan feels his fingers start to stiffen, and he realizes that he may not be useful for uh, too much longer. And so he leans over with two of his scimitars, which I assume are some sort of steel, and starts trying to get a spark going. There you go. Look at that. Sventon leans over the side of the boat, and he goes, Ooh, pretty. Rihanna wants to search the water. 18. Rihanna looks over the boat and she sees a school of glowing jellyfish swimming by in different mm-hmm. colors. Fluorescent green, fluorescent blue, fluorescent I purple. I want to stab one with the fork. Pink. They're not close enough to stab with the fork. Oh. Hey. There's a there's a little school of jellyfish over here. Jellyfish? Yeah, real pretty, real nice looking with screens and glowing jellyfish. Yeah. Glowing jellyfish. Glo- yeah. Glowing jellyfish. Glowing jellyfish. Jess. You're right. What's a jellyfish? All right, Cat- Jeremiah, not now. Jess. Cat- oh. Catch one. Catch one. Yargan looks over the side of the boat and tries to stab at it with a scimitar. They're unable to be reached with the oh. scimitar. Okay, better idea. Yargan is going to take some of the leftover rope, and he's going to take the potato from uh, Jeremiah and lower it into the water as bait. So you do want a potato slice. Just give it to me. Jezeline, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to ask for one of those rations back to give yeah. it to Yargan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this now. There you go. And uh, here you go, Yargan. He, Yargan. T- <laughs> without saying a word, he, he ties it and then dips it into the water like, like a little fishing line. And the little potato is tied to a rope. 
you feel like <laughs> you feel as if <laughs> one of these items is out of place. <laughs> Wait, I know. Jorgen, why don't you tie one of us with the rope, lower us down, and we'll go jellyfish fishing. No! I do have a crossbow bolt. Jeremiah, make a harpoon. Make yourself useful. Go. All right. Jeremiah, you take one of your crossbow bolts, and you take some rope, and you tie your rope to the crossbow bolt. Okay. And with the the mod of Poseidon, I throw it at one of the jellyfish. Roll for that. It doesn't matter. I got a three. <laughs> Jeremiah throws his little makeshift fishing spear into the water, but it misses, and the, and the jellyfish kind of float away from Dang. it. Good lord. Do I have to do everything myself? Uh, I reel it back in. I wait, and he's going to really do his best at spearing one of them as cleanly and quickly as he can. 13. He waits patiently for a, a jellyfish to swim by. He takes aim and quickly throws the fishing spear into the water, and it nicks a little jellyfish on one of the little tentacles. But it seems to have gotten a good grip, and Jorgen starts reeling in a fluorescent yellow jellyfish. Jezeline, do you know what I'm supposed to do with this? The jelly is flammable. The jelly is flammable. He stabs at the jelly a little bit to get it kind of coating the whole pot, and then he starts using his two scimitars to spark a fire. After a few minutes, uh, Jorgen making sparks with his swords, he gets a good hit, and the sparks light the jellyfish jelly on fire, and the fire catches onto the kindling, and then a nice fire starts going in the little cast iron pot. You have made fire. Booga booga. Wow, that was some witchcraft. Warm up, Jezelaine. I'll get us out of here. And he keeps paddling. So Jezline sits around the fire. If everyone else who is numb would like to sit around the fire. Yes, please. And not get frostbite. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Yargan's going to keep paddling, but I think he's going to rip off part of the the leg of his pant and wrap it around his scimitar and try and make a little torch uh, to stand up at the front of the boat so he can keep paddling. And you do just that. And you wedge the scimitar like a little space in the boat so you don't have to hold on to it. And the torch stays next to you as you keep rowing. Several hours pass, and then Jezeline rolls over and says, Is that land? And you look up to see a shoreline covered in snow on the horizon. Thank God. As you drift closer and closer, you see there are sheets of ice in the water between you and the shore. Jezeline goes, I... (sighs) All right. I, uh, I guess we have to dock here. Yargan does just that. Does everyone follow... Yeah. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here. And today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. 
I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it. So, please, check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have like a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. Very good. Very good. She's very good. And, and friendship. friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Please. You all start walking on the sheets of ice till you get to the shore. Everything's covered in snow. There's wind. There's snow flurries. Sky is dark, even though it feels like it's like the afternoon. And then you come to a hill covered in snow. And it looks climbable, and it also looks like you could uh, try to walk around it, though it may take longer. What do you do? All right. Well, we need to find shelter. So, uh... What do we think? Should we build one for ourselves or go out and look for some? It's still early in the day, so Heartlock is probably going to want to look for shelter rather than build one unless it's like late afternoon already. All right. I'm going to climb the mountain. I'm going to keep moving as long as possible. Uh, <laughs> where are all these directions going? Are we splitting up? Is that what's happening? I don't care what you do, Jeremiah, but I'm going to climb up this mountain with Rayana and I'm going to look for civilization it's not that big it's a hill so it's not like a mountain oh, okay. all right i'll climb up the hill well, yeah let's go to the hill get advantage roll everybody reflex that is a 19 from Yargon. 16 that is a 19 from rayona 23 from Hartlock. as you all make your way up the hill an arm shoots out of the snow and grabs jeremiah what the hell and at the end of that arm uh the body of a frost troll emerges from the snow the frost troll roars at you everybody roll for initiative oh god this is a great start typical jedemiah two twelve thirteen from rayana we have not healed correct if you did not sleep no you didn't heal. son of a biscuit i did sleep (laughs) jeremiah is at full health anyone who didn't sleep is not Rihanna, you have the first hit. All right, I'm going to use my fork, and I'm going to try and take a stab at it. It's fully out of the snow now, yes? Yes, yes. All right, I'm going to try and get a a stab at least, like, at the arm to see if it'll let go of Jeremiah. 14. Rihanna quickly runs up to the frost troll that's grabbed Jeremiah and stabs it right in the chest. Ow! Ooh, that smarts! What is wrong with you? Uh, Hello? (laughs) I'm... I'm sorry, you you were roaring at my acquaintance. Oh, what? well, excuse me. I was just sitting here snowbathing, minding my own business till you wandered onto my property like a bunch of lost pups. Oh? That's what I get for helping, I guess. Helping? You grabbed my leg and yelled at me. What do you mean, help? All right, all right. Sorry, we clearly got off on the wrong foot. What in the name of Longreach was that for? Speaking I'm... of feet, can you let go of mine, Wait, please? did you just say Longreach? Uh, you're standing in it, sweetheart. <laughs> what, you didn't see the giant hand? And, uh, he walks you up to the top of the hill, and you see a gymungous frozen hand 
cupped over a town. And following down that hand, you see uh, the giant hand is connected to a giant arm, and the arm goes into a mountain. Well, that's convenient. Uh, there's, there's no way. <laughs> the name's Jorgen Rockbottom. What's yours? My name's Harold. Hi, Harold. We, we bring the cure for the Meyer Plague. The what now? The Meyer Plague. Who's that? This I'm just lovely. kidding. Oh, my jeepers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. Let's get you over there. Let's go. Let's get over there. I need to speak to whoever is in charge right now. I, I have a question real quick, Harold, if you don't mind before oh, we go. Uh, have you seen a little puppy dog walking around here and may have crossed your path, walked on your home at all? <sighs> I'm afraid I have not. Sorry. <sighs> There's plenty of dogs in Longreach, though. Really? Although I haven't really been inside in a while ever since I started, uh, you know, living off the grid and all, you know, what? off campus. LRU for life. Go see wolves. <laughs> Jargon starts walking towards Longreach. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sprint towards the town. What are you waiting, everybody? Let's go. Come on. Oh, oh, wow, wow. We got some jumpers here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you all start making your way towards the town in the distance. How many pots of the cure do we have? Just the one from Jezeline, because okay. Jeremiah did not do that when he had the chance. Jezeline, sweetheart, let me carry that for you. You're, you're looking a little weak. Let me hold it. Okay. Jurgen takes the pot from Jezeline. Jeremiah, you give me a minus one again on all your stats. Okay. You crave, you crave once again. Ooh, this ain't looking good for Jeremiah. So what's with the potato sacks? The sacks of the potatoes got tied on. It's it's a long story. We had a lot more initially. This is all we got left. Oh, Mao. Listen, who's in charge at Longreach, Harold? The king, of course. I need to speak to the king right now. Okay, well, we're going. All right, let's go. We'll get there. I'm, we're going. I just thought I'd have a little conversation, you know. Uh- Harold, are we in Longreach yet, or are we still walking towards We're it? walking along. Technically, uh, yes, we are, but the town, we... you see the town with the giant hand? That's where we need to go, so we're moving there. I Harold. see it, Harold. How long have you been living in Longreach? Jeez, it's been so long. I don't know, maybe about 40 years or so. Uh, I used to go to the college. You know, I went. I don't know. Are you guys going to check it out? LRU. Seawolves, let's go. I want to ask God a question. Hey, fella. Yes, here's God on the phone. Is there any reason the king of Longreach might know Jargon? You don't know that. Okay, that's. I was just asking if he knows, if he had any reason to... I don't think you've ever been to Longreach. Okay, cool. Excellent. Uh, Carry I, on. I also have a question for God. God, it's for you. Sydney, what's that? God, uh, we have toes. I'm in paging you. <laughs> All right, one sec. Hello. Uh, yeah. I mean, basically, is there is there any reason why uh the the king of Longreach might know Hartlock? Hey, Toa, I don't think Hartlock would know anything about Longreacher. I don't think the king would know anything about okay Hartlock. Okay, got it. In that in that case, wait. Oh, okay. Oh. oh, sorry. Hartlock, before you hang up, let, let me talk to him. But you can finish what you're saying. I, I want to talk to God. Oh God, is that Jeremiah? Don't tell, tell him I'm not here. Uh, <laughs> wait, oh, oh, wait, don't hang up, Hartlock. Let me talk to him. There's a lot of static. I'm so sorry. Wait, no, uh, Hartlock. Yep, and that. Hang on, God. Wait. Okay. Uh, Bye. Oh, he's breaking uh, it. I oh, click. Oh. <laughs>
I was just gonna ask him if he knew if my dog was in long reach. Yeah, Jemiah, we know. <laughs> we all know what you were gonna ask. Oh. Alright. Um, Hartlock will look at the giant hand and the attached extremely long arm and go, I wonder why the place is called Long Reach. <laughs> yeah. Me too. For the first time in the last two days, you see Yargan almost smile. Looks like y'all been through it, huh? Yeah. You could say that. Bunch of talkers, huh? Well. Great. I guess we'll just walk in silence. That's cool. Harold, does Longreach have a some sort of naval uh, fleet or f- presence at all? Uh, no. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing about Longreach. <laughs> Everybody has been uh, complaining. There's no docks, you know, so... Everyone's trying to ship and stuff. They just beach anywhere. I don't even... I'm guessing that's how y'all got here. You just beach somewhere. Yargan, for the love of God, no more boats, please. (laughs) I'm not talking to you, Jeremiah. You can do whatever you want. All right. (laughs) Yeah, that's been a huge complaint that there's no docks at long reach. They really should get on that. I don't know what's up with them. Yeah, clearly. Okay. Harold, what do you do here? Well, I just live here off campus, so uh, I don't do much anymore. I don't really uh, interact anymore, you know. Liberal arts degree? Off the grid and all, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got my I've got my degree, uh, but it's just the college, you know, just in the basic knowledges, the the general sciences and literature, historicals, mathematics. Harold, all these words, I'm not quite understanding them. Ma- mathematics, degree, call it, what, what are you referring to? I'm confused. They're subjects for learning. I don't think Jeremiah knows much about that. I don't quite, yeah, you're right, rock bottom, I don't quite understand, but anyway. As long as we find my dog, I'll be happy. Okay. Anything of note in Longreach? Anything we should check out while we're, uh, visiting, I guess. Are y'all hungry and thirsty and such? I'm sure Jeremiah is. Very. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I don't have anything on me, but there's a tavern, uh, in the town hall. Just tell him Harold sent you, and, uh, that should cover it. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Harold. Of course, of course. Alright, so you keep walking, and then a minute away from town, Harold goes, Well, here's my stop. Yeah, I don't really do the whole deal with other folks anymore, living off the grid and all. Uh, but it was nice to meet y'all. So, uh, toodles. And uh, he goes back to his hill, placing his knuckles on the ground with each step as he walks on all fours. Surprisingly, when you get to Longreach, you find no gate as you enter the town. And no guards to be seen. You don't even see any people. And as you walk down the street, you look around and every building you can see has... Two planks of wood nailed across the front door. As you're about to turn the corner, a shirtless, scruffy man pushing a wheelbarrow comes around. And in the wheelbarrow is a shirtless, skinny, scruffy man with no legs and hair that goes all the way down to the ground. And they both just stare at you. Oi, I'm Jorgen Rockbottom. I need to speak to your king. They wheel away. Where's the king? Point me in, in the direction of your castle. Your keep, whatever you got. They stare again, and their eyes are lifeless. Yagen, maybe we can just keep walking, look around for ourselves. Maybe go to the tavern first. That would be real nice. Yeah, you we know what? You go the to the tavern. tavern. Go. Go make out with Fenton or something. Can I search for, like, a signpost directing ways? Good idea, Rayana. 
Good idea. There is no signpost around. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, All right. Damn it. So you said there's no people here, but are there any animals of the canine variety? Just line just goes, oh, let's just keep going. Okay. Can we see a castle? Is there like an apparent castle? Maybe like the hand is... is does the hand look natural or is it man-made? The hand is... It looks like some giant... Like humanoid, but like a giant creature maybe from long ago froze there like it was clawing for something i don't like that but i'm saying like does it look like something's built into it or is it just like a fully natural occurrence no it looks like the town was built under the hand okay do i see any structures that seem like they would be royal not here no yagen i hate to say it trust me but jeremiah might be right in going to the tavern we could probably ask and see where the king is all right, stop talking about it and get move on. Let's go. All right. And Jezlon needs some rest, too. Look at her. She's still shivering, I think. Right, God? Yep. That's yeah, right. she's still so, shivering. Oh, you might find your dog yet. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that up. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead, take point, go to the tavern, because Yagen yelled at me. As you come around the corner, now you see people in the streets, and you see them coughing in these run-down streets. Some people are lying down, some sitting against the wall. Some, you're not even sure, are still alive. They could just be lying there dead. Then you also see two big armored Goralans. And Goralans are eight-foot-tall, white-haired gorillas with four arms. Each one is holding two halberds. Two hands hold one halberd, two hands hold the other halberd. And they seem to be walking about the streets like they're on patrol. And then Sventon goes, I don't know why, but this place looks kind of familiar. Give me a second, I need to drain my schlong. He walks over to the side of a building and puts his leg up against the wall and starts peeing. I'm gonna walk to the... To the Goralins. Thank you. That's the word. Goralins. Excuse me. Hi. Uh, we, my crew and I are here on a bit of a little mission. Uh, is your king in by any chance? The Goralin looks over at you and... And shakes its head no. Alright. Any idea where they might be? Shakes its head no. Who do you report to? Shakes its head no. I hate to do this, but... We come with news of a potential cure for the Meyer Plague. We demand an audience with your highest authority at once. And the Goralin just kind of looks at you and tilts its head, confused. Do, do these people look like they have the Meyer Plague? They have the symptoms. They are covered in bubbles. A lot of them are coughing. Some are coughing up blood. They have the bubbly skin of the Meyer Plague. I guess keep looking for that tavern. We're not going to get any answers here. You see behind the Goralins in the street uh, a building that appears to be open. And there's a sign hanging outside that reads the Skulking Sea Hag. That sounds like a tavern name. Let's go there. Do you follow him? Yep. Yeah. Is Fenton still draining the schlong? Or? Fenton finishes peeing and follows you in. Got no decency. So you enter the skulking sea hag, and you see a fire in the middle of the room with benches to sit around. And you see on your right, in a corner, two burly bearded fellas playing a game of five-finger filet. At one table near the back, there's a guy drinking alone. And at the bar, you see a guy sitting on a stool that is either passed out or sleeping uh, with a mug in his hand. I'm going to take Jess to sit at the fire. Okay, you and Jessline sit at the fire. I will separately approach Hartlock and Rihanna, and I'm going to say, listen, take a few minutes, do whatever you got to do. If you're interested, if I can't find anything here, I'm going to go trail the guards. I think you two might be of some use if you feel right to join me. 
I'd like to come with you. Excellent. I'm, I'm going to talk to some people here, see if I can't figure anything out. I would not advise advertising the purpose of our visit right now. Jagen, I'm, I'm happy to join you, but I think you should maybe take a seat as well. Rest up a bit. You've been going non-stop since we've gotten off that boat when we were on the boat. Can you just sit for a second? You have ten minutes, and Jorgen's going to go talk to the guy in the back of the bar. Okay. Jeremiah, giddy with excitement because five-finger filet happens to be his favorite game in the whole wide world. He pulls up a chair next to the folks playing the game and asks if he can join in. Rihanna, you're sitting with Jezeline at the fire? For now, yeah. Hartlock, what are you doing? Uh, Hartlock is going to also go join the five-finger filet game. Ooh. Oh, boy. Let's play, Harlock. All right. You walk over just to the two big guys uh, playing at the table, five-finger fillet. Oh, boy. It has been a while since I've seen something familiar to me. Gentlemen, may I join you in this match of five-finger fillet? What's on the table? What are we betting? It has been a long couple of days. We're here delivering this uh, this cure for the Meyer oh Plague, my. and oh, oh boy. Is there any possibility that Hartlock can incapacitate Jeremiah while it's happening? Smack him in the throat. I think your dexterity will be the best for this situation. Uh, 19 plus 3 is 22. Jeremiah? 8. Jeremiah's in the middle of speaking. He's like, ah, I'm so excited to play. You know, I'll just, I'm here on a, and, and you get a, a fucking, uh, a flat hand in the throat from Hartlock. <laughs> and then he shoves you away. And the two guys are looking at, are like looking at you too. <laughs> I hate. Right. I always say the word perplexed, but they are indeed quite perplexed. Hartlock is gonna lean in close to Jeremiah and say, "If you breathe a word of that cure again, I will personally see to it that I kill your dog when I find him." Oh, please don't do that! I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. It won't happen again. <clears throat> Let's move on to Jorgen. As you walk up to the guy drinking alone, you see that he is dressed in some very high-end clothes. Uh, he's the first you've seen here to be wearing such clothes. Uh, mm. They're about as nice as Fenton's. He's also wearing a fine hat and a very well-groomed mustache. Do you mind if I have a seat? <laughs> Go right on ahead, my friend. Oh, why, thank you. Uh, the name's Robert Crackshaw. Charmed, I'm sure. You know, we've just blown into town, and uh, I'm, I'm curious. S- uh, sorry, what was your name, sir? Uh, Reginald. Reginald. Uh, I actually have an uncle named Reginald. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, are you a resident of uh, Longreach? I am. Ah, excellent. Uh, may, may I inquire, uh, what do you do here? I, I know times have been, a, it's been unusually hard up lately. Oh, well, I live in the Royal District. Ah, yes, is that, that's the one over by, um, oh, good lord. Uh, I'm sorry, we, we, we just blew in. Uh, Royal District is... It, which area of the town again? Right. Yes, the royal part. And, ah, uh, right. Yes. You, you see, you kind of get a sense like the cold shoulder coming. Now. I, I want to roll a knowledge of nobility slash royalty. See if I gain any insight that might uh, be useful against this guy. A 15. Yeah, you, you gather this guy comes from some big money, big money family. Mm-hmm. It is a bit strange that he's out of place here in this dingy old uh, part of town. May, may I ask, uh, what, what brings a, a gentleman of your caliber over to, uh, uh, you know, a more rustic uh, tavern such as this one? From the bar kitchen, you see like a shadow of, of a hulking, like a big figure through the screen door. 
you, the figure starts coming out. Hey, y'all, come right on in and take a seat. Oh. Is, is this Harold? Harold? No, I don't know about Harold, but my name's Gerald, if that helps. Oh, uh, Gerald, pleasure to meet you. Uh, you are? Well, what, what, what do you do around these parts? This is my bar. Oh, yes. Uh, I was just uh, having a conversation over here with this, uh, this fine gentleman. The name's Robert Crackshaw. Robert Crackshaw. Okay. What can I do for you? Oh, you know, we just we just blew into town, um, and I was just hoping to get a little uh, a lay of the land, if you will. Uh, I I met an acquaintance uh, once during my travels who lived over by the uh, the royal district. I don't quite remember his name, but he told me to reach out if I was ever in Longreach, and I was hoping to locate them. Uh, mm. I know things have gone south here lately, so unfortunately, it's it's a question of whether they're they're here at all. If you. Uh, take my meeting. What are you here for again? Just to catch up with a friend. Honestly, we, we didn't expect, expect to blow into uh, Longreach, but here we are. Are you going to order anything? Sure. What do you recommend? Well, we've got some cold drinks, some warm drinks, warm beds. Food's like three gold, water's like two gold, and alcohol's five. I will take uh, the warm drink, drink of your choice. Very well. Five gold, please. Here you are, and... I hand over five gold. Gerald comes back. And Gerald is a frost troll, by the way. Mm-hmm. Gerald comes back with uh, some warm ale. Oh, so homey. I, oh, thank you very much. Um, Gerald, if, if I may inquire, do you know where I might be able to find the, the royal district part of town? We literally just got in, so I'm a, I'm a little turned around. Mm-mm. No one's allowed there, I'm afraid. Hmm. I've heard uh, um, that that your king has, has kind of been absent throughout all of this. Is, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, that is correct. No one is allowed to see the king. Do, do the, you have any, any understanding of why that might be? Well, with the current situation and all, yeah, Fair, no one's I allowed to, to go. I have to protect the leader, of course. Keep them safe. Yeah. Certainly. Has he, has he made any addresses, at, at least written, uh, Anything lately? Have, uh, have you guys just kind of been stuck in limbo over here? Yeah, we haven't really heard that much from the king, at least not this part of uh, Longreach. You know, we've kind of been quarantined and forgotten, I suppose. Hmm. It's uh, quite sad. It's a terrible shame. I- I'm glad to see that your business seems to be doing all right, though. Yeah, I guess so. This is a pretty uh, it's the busiest I've ever seen it. You know, hmm. it's something. I don't know how much longer I can hold it up, but uh, I love what I do, so try to keep it going. Anywho, um, so it's a shame I wouldn't be able to make it into the Royal District. Um, I, I heard it's actually quite beautiful uh, during normal times of the year. Well, of course it is, considering it's in the mountain and all. You know, it's always going to look good. Of course, of course. Uh, that, that's the mountain just outside of here, correct? To the... Do you say any other? <laughs> I suppose you're right. Um... Forgive me, again, literally just blew into town. It was a hellish journey, um, and <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh god, my head's a little foggy. This ale is splendid, thank you. Um, any any figures of note uh, I should be seeing while I'm here? Uh, I suppose I'll be cutting my visit short, since I won't be able to make it into the Royal District. Uh, not much here. Yeah, Longreach's kind of gone down the hill. All we can do is pray drink our sorrows away any notable arrivals lately no not not that i know of not exactly oh, uh, thank you gerald i i look forward to uh being a continuing patron uh, during my stay yeah you be careful now will do
And with that, Jorgen is going to finish his ale, and when he gets a chance, relay this information to Hartlock and Ryana. If you want, Ryana, I don't think anything at the fire is going to happen, so if you want to take this time to try looking somewhere else or talking to somebody else. I just want to check in on Jess, though, and be like, are you all right? Much better, thanks. Can I, can I get you anything to drink? Yeah, water. Just water. And all right. Anything to eat. All right, you sit here, keep getting warm, and I make my way over to the bar. Let's go... For a sec to the five finger guys. Uh, sorry about that, gentlemen. Uh, my friend Hartlock here raises a good point. I, I don't know you two like that yet, so I'm not going to divulge all my cards here. But uh, see, where I'm from, I'm a big fan of five finger fillet, and uh, I'm willing to bet a little something on this game with you. Have a little team game here, me and Hartlock versus you two. My proposition is if we win, you give us a little bit of information that we may be looking for, and uh, if you win, then uh, we'll give you all the gold we have on our persons. How about that? What do you want to know? And how much gold you got? We got plenty of gold, I can assure you that. But uh, in terms of the information, well, I'm going to have to win the game before I reveal to you what I want to know. The guy violently stabs the knife into the table, and it gets stuck there. How much gold do you have? I have about 30 gold. 30. Does that look good to you? He looks over to the other guy. The other guy nods. And he goes, what do you want to know? Two things, really. And Hartlock, if you have anything else, you could ask too. But for me, two things. One, I want to know about the location of all the dogs you have in this town. And secondly, I want to learn a little bit about your king. Location, what he's all about, all that. That second piece of information is all I'm interested in. Don't know nothing about neither, pal. Are you lying to me? No. You want to play for gold? All right. I still do want to play for gold. <laughs> Is there any possibility to, like, sense motive on whether these people actually don't know anything? Well, that is a nine. <laughs> That's not going to tell you much. they just uh, two big dudes having a game of cut your hands. Hartlock, I say we still play the game and try to gather as much information as we can as we play. I welcome you to do that. I will challenge them to a game of five-finger fillet. Don't know much about uh, royalty or whatever, but sure. And then the other guy pats his seat in the booth for you to sit down. I'll take a seat. Can you position your camera so that we can see your hand? <laughs> like this. Uh, okay. Like this. <laughs> Jeremiah is very good at this game. He's played it many a times. So he's like, first up, two laps. Your move. And you see that he cut he did it flawlessly. No scars. Alright. Here I go. <laughs> done. <laughs> Jeremiah's like done and holds up a bloody hand. <laughs> cut up. <laughs> He goes like, I didn't get to roll. The guy goes like, doesn't that hurt? Not at all. Again. The guy sitting next to you looks up and he's like, he beat you. He is faster. You lose. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You'll give him gold now. All right. All right. Here. The uh, dude gives you 30 gold. Wow, thank you. I do want to add, you're, you're a very good player. I could concede that. 
you know, if you ever want a rematch, just reach out to me somehow. But um, if you were willing from one uh, five-finger fillet brother to another, if you did want to reveal a little bit about this town, I'd be much appreciated, and I'd be happy to give you a rematch sometime for that as a one friend to another, you know? Just a, a sign of respect. Look, you've got my money. You don't need to humiliate me anymore. No, no, it's not a matter of humiliation. You're you're my friend now. What's your name? Mikael. Mikael, you are my friend. A five-finger fillet brother in arms. In hands, rather. And uh, this bloody hand of mine is a sign of our bond. And uh, as much information you could give me, I'd be happy to give that right back to you someday in the future. But uh, any help, we'd greatly appreciate that. Well... Careful what you do here. Doesn't look like anything goes to the royal palace anymore. Really? If you know what I mean. I don't. And then he sits back up and plays five finger with his friend again. Let's go to Rihanna's scene now. Can Gerald see what I'm doing? Hi, what can I do for you? Damn it. All right. Hi, uh, how much for just a cup of some water? That's two gold. Two gold for water. Hey, times are tough. I mean... It's water, come on. And? It... I have a business to run, ma'am. All right. Can I... What... Can I get some ale as well, then? That'll be five gold. Oh, my God. All right. Sure. Can you, uh... Can we open a tab? You don't have any money? No, no, I didn't say that. I have money. Okay. I would just like to open a tab for when I come back to get more. That's not how this works, sweetheart. I know what you're doing. Okay. What, what am I doing? Listen, you're trying to get me to give you stuff for free no, and then never no, come I'm back. No, I'm not. You, you already said it's going to be seven gold. That's 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 fine. That's fine. It's just seven gold. It's just seven gold. What yes. you're wearing looks a lot more expensive than that. What if I gave you <laughs> what I'm wearing? What if I gave you a little something, you know? You give me that leather armor? Maybe. You're going to give me water and some ale? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Great. While this is happening, because uh, Yargan is at the bar and he overhears this, he he's actually going to go, oh, and he's going to walk over to Jezeline and say, Jezeline, now that you're near a fire, can I have my shirt back? Yeah, here. Thank you. And he uh, dresses himself up. <laughs> Dude, you've been like shirtless this entire time yeah dude it's all right the guy's playing five finger don't have shirts either so <laughs> there you go. yeah so can i get those drinks can i get that armor yeah as soon as i get the drinks mm. Mm. yargan walks back up to the bar and says hello uh just um crackshaw will take care of it no worries how much was it five gold uh that will be seven gold because she wants uh ale and water hmm uh, you know what? Throw a meal in there as well. How much is that? That's three. So that'll be ten gold in total. All right. Here you go. Ten gold. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Please uh, put some special care into that meal. It's uh, uh, so- someone who needs it. So please. Sure thing. Bread and butter coming right up. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so special. I just look. I just look at Yagen, and I'm just. I just raise an eyebrow. I'm like, what? I don't say anything. I just look at you. He looks at you back and raises the opposite eyebrow. I keep looking at him, and then I raise the other eyebrow. Uh, he raises the other one in return, and then lowers the first one. All right. Harlock and, Jer- <laughs> and Jeremiah, are they doing anything? Hey, look, guys. I just want us a bunch of gold. Rock bottom. Check this out. I can buy us anything we want. 
Great. You go get a, a get a room for yourself, Jezeline and, and Sventon, will you? Okay. How much is a room? I believe uh, I heard three gold, something along those lines. Um, Jorgen thinks about introducing himself as Crogshaw, but then realizes there's absolutely no point and goes, ah, yes, go do that. Cartlock, uh, what did you make of that super cryptic message we just received? Sounds like we're better off just trying to get to the Royal District on our own. That sounds about right. All right, I'll go pay for a room for everybody with my three gold. While he is doing that, Jargon is then going to take Rihanna and uh, and Hartlock aside and say, All right, so here's what I gathered. The Royal District as in the mountain. Supposedly, there's only one mountain. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't paying too much attention to my surroundings. That's on me. It's fine. Uh, I suppose if we climb the mountain, we'll find the Royal District. I would like to leave now. Jorgen, as much as I would like to help you. One, haven't had my ale. Two... I have not rested since the ship. All right, please rest. Perhaps we leave first thing in the morning tomorrow. I like that idea. Yagen, you can use the rest too. Mm. So what's this I hear y'all trying to get to uh, the Royal District? I'm sorry, what? I heard you guys are trying to get to the Royal District. Don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I wouldn't really advise it. We're not exactly allowed to be there right now. On whose orders are you not allowed to be there? Oh, well, the king. So he is there. Yeah, the king's there. Just not allowed to go with the uh, plague and all. See, I'm I'm fine because you know being a troll and all, but uh, y'all be careful out there. That stuff does that spreads real quick. And uh, so far as I know, there's no cure. So <laughs> <laughs> careful. Uh, God, people here will literally kill for a cure. You know. Well, you wanted a bed, you said. Uh, I believe that was that gentleman over there. Ten gold for the night. What? I thought you said it was three. Who said it was three? I said three's Rock for food. Bottom. Mmm. That ain't bed warming prices, I'm afraid. <laughs> all right, all right. Did anyone want to split this with me? Yargan looks the other way as if he doesn't even know Jeremiah. Really? Oh, Jesus. All right, here's ten gold. Thank you. All right, it's right over this way if you want to come with me. And you, he opens the door, and you see just one bed there. Yargan stays at the bar because as far as uh, he's concerned, he does not know who Jeremiah is. All right. Rihanna, Hartlock, I don't know about you, but I say we give Jezeline that bed there. Maybe we take up the floor. That's fine, but I want my ale. We got just a meal, too, so. Well, after that, <laughs> Gerald comes with a, a look, gives Rihanna a look. Here's your ale. Did you spit in it? No, I didn't spit in it, but now I think I should have. You're welcome. I would have paid more for it. Mm. Also, I mm. don't know if uh, we mentioned this already, but um, your friend Harold said to mention that he sent us. Yeah, I don't know a Harold. I don't know what, what who said that. What? I don't know a Harold. My name's Gerald. Harold sent us. You don't know Harold? No. He lives just outside the town? Why would anybody live there? He was snowbathing. He is also fond of sea wolves. Snow wolves. Sounds like some freak at the college. Those frat boys. <laughs> they're they're wild. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I'm glad. I think everything happens for a reason. I'm glad that uh, happened, but I assure you, I do not know who the heck a Gerald is. A Harold, sorry. Excuse me. So we don't get a discount for knowing Harold? It's pretty cheap, I think. Um, this is awkward. Uh, I'll go get your uh, water and, and food now. And he goes to the kitchen and brings Jezeline water and food. And Jezeline's like, so how are we going to get there? We're not allowed to get to the district. What are we going to do? 
I'll work on it, don't worry. You hear from the back of the tavern. I think I could be of assistance. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. After all this time... What time is it again? I feel like the clock stopped. Time was a tennis ball we could bat round the court. Time for distraction too. Time to just sink to the bottom. Time to get to the meat of this meat. Time for Greater Boston Season 4. That's right, on September 13th, Greater Boston returns with new full-length episodes released every other Tuesday. And we're so excited for you to hear it. But also, it's been three years since our last season wrapped, so... We're maybe a little worried that people might have forgotten about us. So we're asking for you to help spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers and classmates, tell your cat, tell your local subway busker. But politely and without interrupting their performance, point is, now is a good time to share your love for Greater Boston on Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram and TikTok and wherever else you, you know, post things. Then come back on September 13th when Greater Boston Season 4 officially begins.